Hello and welcome. I'm John Curran, Managing Editor at Meritalk, and welcome to the Meritalking Podcast. New research shows us that nearly every agency in the federal space has gotten at least a toe in the AI water, but few are jumping in all the way. Many agencies have reached double figures in pilot projects, but the gap between the technologists working out the pilots and the operations leaders implementing AI on larger scales seems to still be a sticking point. On today's episode of Meritalking, I'm joined by Al Ford, Federal AI Alliances Manager at Dell Technologies, who's ready to discuss federal AI readiness, looking at where agencies stand with AI pilot programs, where they're having challenges, and advice for agencies still looking to operationalize AI efforts. Al, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Hey, thanks, John. I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. So let's just dive into the real big question that the research shows. What, in your view, are a few of the likely reasons that agencies struggle to implement AI pilots more broadly? Sure. Well, I think first, really important to understand that AI is a new technique within IT communities. And so with any new technique or capability or technology solution, you've got things that are going to come up that are not known. I think what they're finding is that a lot of their data are in silos. And what I mean by that, whether it's mission-specific data, they know that that data cannot be shared with other missions. So that creates challenges, right? And therefore, it prevents the operationalizing of that artificial intelligence. I think they also quickly realized how important the data was to artificial intelligence and that data plans needed to be implemented. I give them all the credit in the world. A few years ago, they implemented chief data officers across every department and agency and military group. And then they built out data plans and chief data strategies to go along with those. But they realized early on that that needed to happen. So that's a portion of it. But also experts are scarce. Data scientists and programmers that know how to utilize algorithms are still in demand. And the governments are competing with the larger corporations and companies that are also wanting to commercialize those capabilities. So you know, those are probably three of the big areas that I'm seeing as far as what makes it more difficult to truly not only just implement it, but operationalize AI. Great points about the chief data officers and the silos. And a lot of times things don't happen very quickly in the federal government sometimes. It makes me recall a few years back, even maybe three years ago, cloud infrastructure, the whole idea of it, it still seemed rather exotic. It was maybe a little bit hard to explain. So uptake by agencies, I think, then was on the slower side, but I think it's getting faster now. So if we fast forward to today, and it seems that much of that reticence for cloud, for instance, has subsided, do you see a similar cycle of acceptance for AI applications coming along? And do you have any thoughts for us on how long it may take for that cycle to speed up a little bit? We certainly do see similar, I think, concerns that are perhaps delaying the delivery of AI into operations. And when I say similar concerns, you've got security. Again, if you're utilizing the data, you want to make sure that data is secure. But I think cloud had the same concern as well. Connectivity, right? A lot of the data that's being utilized for artificial intelligence is really coming from the edge. You're utilizing sensors, perhaps cameras or full motion video. You know, there's a lot of IoT capabilities that are delivering that fresh data that's needed for artificial intelligence. 
So that connectivity is really important as well. And then going back to one of the points shared earlier, the experts to deliver. Prior, you had to have somebody that understood the cloud and the operational models that cloud offered and the connectivity there. And this is, again, similar scenario with data scientists and programmers. I really like your point about IoT capabilities and delivery of data through that method, because you know IoT is a brand new thing, but it's also a thing that I think if you talk with a lot of people, they would say, do we really have our arms around that? Is that fully implemented? A little bit of a corollary on your comments about security, which I think are extremely important. Let's talk a little bit about the trust factor with AI. We've heard many technologists say that until you can easily explain how a technology works, its adoption will suffer. And that's, that has to do with just that general trust factor. Do you see AI still in the middle of what I would call the explainability problem? And if so, what are a couple of good stories or use cases maybe that you think might help out with that? Absolutely. We do see that people are still searching for that explainability capability. And the challenge is, again, we've seen a few companies with that explainability capability. However, you have a lot of people that are programming or developing AI capabilities and trying to operationalize them that need to be trained on how to make it explainable. That's an entirely different concept. So whether you can purchase it out of the box is one thing, but it's another thing because different use cases require that explainability. It's hard to develop that into the capabilities. The last thing a department or agency wants to do is write headlines. And if you can't explain how you came to that decision, then you have a very difficult time sharing to the citizens exactly how you developed that decision. One of the things I always share with people is that artificial intelligence really delivers two things. Number one, a faster time decision. And number two, a more accurate decision. And explainability provides that accuracy. So you have to show how the decisions that you came to utilizing artificial intelligence, what data points were used to come to that decision. Again, these are all critical components of being able to share that the decision that was derived, even though it was faster and more accurate, that it truly is accurate. Are there steps agencies can take as they select and plan AI pilot projects that will help ease the process of implementing more broadly down the road? I think in the federal government, there's a, the CIO office would understand AI. Maybe some of the operations manager is a little bit less of a view. What's your advice through how to start with projects and also that team of people that has to be there to kind of make the whole thing work? You know, it's interesting because my technologist and I, as we meet with new customers and discuss what they're trying to accomplish with artificial intelligence, we always start with two questions. And that is, what is your mission outcome? And number two, what are the data sources you have to work with? So thinking through that line of questioning, the recommendation is to really understand how you're going to utilize artificial intelligence to deliver a faster time to decision and a more accurate decision. The second part would be, and a key component, are the data sources. What data sets do you have available to you today? Are you generating any new data, perhaps from IoT or out on the edge? Or are you able to share data or utilize somebody else's data in order to help in, that, in your mission outcome? So really, to me, if you start with those two, the following steps can be made a lot easier. You want to make sure that you have the right resources, data scientists, programmers 
infrastructure technologists that understand the new technology capabilities. If you think about GPUs, I once heard Department of Energy, they shared with us that there are 40 different companies offering new accelerators. And when I say accelerator, I mean a CPU or, that we're all familiar with or a GPU from NVIDIA and other partners like AMD and Intel's coming out with their GPUs, FPGAs, but there are over 40 different companies building new technologies. So this creates a vast, I'll say, array of new toys for infrastructure technologists to work with and to play with. And so you then have to learn how to code off of that. So again, the proper resources, and I mean human capital and resources, are very important to make sure that you have the experts that know how to take advantage of these capabilities. And then as throughout this entire process, you want to stay focused on what your mission outcome is. And I think that's the most important thing. As you learn things and find things throughout the process of developing artificial intelligence capabilities, you have to make sure that it still sticks with your mission outcome. I'll tell you, as we look across the federal government and see what AI spend is, see who's kind of in the news about AI development, the Pentagon always seems to be making the biggest push. And a lot of that is through the Jake, which is a multi-billion dollar commitment to AI development. In your view, are there any lessons to be learned for other agencies from how DOD delivers that message that AI is important, how they deliver that to Congress, how they deliver it to the public, that other agencies might borrow from them a little bit to explain why AI development and operationalizing AI are really urgent matters? First, I'd like to give the Jake, the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, a full compliment. On April 1st, they released a statement that read, creating AI-ready data will be a key determinant of success. So what they really did was they highlighted the fact that the approach to AI is truly critical. However, until you get the data created properly so that it can be run through the artificial intelligence process, you're not really going to be successful. I've heard lots of other people share that your artificial intelligence is only as good as the data you put into it. If you include data from a Reddit stream, you're not going to get a very pleasant person on the other side. You're not going to get really good outcomes. So again, I give the Jake uh, full credit for recognizing that data is, is of the utmost importance. And so now making the data AI ready is critical. So to that point, you see a lot of system integrators and departments and agencies and military mission groups that focus on creating those types of data lakes making that data AI ready. So I think as the Jake has shown through these examples, you now have other departments and agencies that are quickly and readily understanding that same concept of having AI ready data. And so we see that development happening. And then as you go back to Congress, and as these things are shared with Congress, it makes policy even more important so that data can be shared, that it can be kept secure, and that perhaps they can include more dollars so that they, they can get the right type of personnel to help deliver on these capabilities. No, those are tremendous points and some great advice for the federal listeners. They're going to be hearing us say this. And my very last question really goes to that listener who's going to be listening to what we talk about today and maybe asking themselves, you know, what's my, what's my first phone call? What's my first move? What's my first little bit of a plan that I have to make. You know, what, what really is step one, in your view, 
on getting an AI project started and getting it on the move. Again, I always go back to understanding the mission outcome and what you're trying to solve. But then number two, finding that data. The data, again, is the most critical part because you have to, number one, find the data, access the data, make it AI ready, and then prep that data so that you can get the proper outcomes and explainability that you're looking for. Okay. And I'm just going to finish this up with my favorite journalist question ever. It's yielded more in my career than almost anything else. Is there anything that in our discussion today, as you recall what we've talked about, is there any point that I might have should have asked you about or that you wished I did that would just give a little bit more color to the conversation? I think the history of what's going on with artificial intelligence and how it's being implemented across the government, the conversations I've had two and a half years ago were, what is artificial intelligence? Then we started seeing about six months into it, about two years ago, we started seeing dollars allocated towards artificial intelligence from Capitol Hill. And once those dollars became available, you started seeing all kinds of projects that were stood up. And then the next chronological thing that happened was people said, wow, we can really make this happen. It's very useful. The use cases for AI became more easily to identify and how you could implement artificial intelligence. And then ever since then, it really, the challenge has become, how do I operationalize that? I've got my existing DevSecOps or SecDevOps in place. I've got my IT operations already running, but now how do I incorporate these capabilities into that environment? And now what you're seeing, because a lot of new, fresh data sets are available, the thing we're really talking about the most today is taking that data from the edge, analyzing it where it's at. So doing federated learning and then creating those platforms so that whether it's the military or whether it's the Department of Interior and all their use cases throughout the U.S. or perhaps Department of Justice and all their courts and everything else for the U.S. court systems, there's all kinds of cases to where they can utilize data from every location across the U.S. So it's now not just operationalizing. It's developing those platforms so that you can then gain access and insights and learnings from all over locations within the U.S., where that data actually resides. It's interesting. Now, we also talk about the future. The future is really important because how do we then create the data sets to, number one, separate into two types of data? Number one, data that is immediately actionable. And number two, data that is historically valuable. So how do you create that metadata so that you can get the data that's immediately actionable to a processor or an accelerator to come up with that faster time to decision and a more accurate decision? So those are things that I see chronologically happening. I think those are the most interesting aspects about artificial intelligence. And as I've watched it for the last three years, develop with inside the federal government and its use cases. Al, that is a great roadmap and extremely useful, I think, to anybody listening in to us today. Let me just thank you again for coming on with us on the Merit Talking Podcast. I hope to talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Sean.